everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's January 19th. It's 2021. We have two NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. Going to be a quick podcast today. Obviously, we're only two games, um, you know, kind of a, a, a travel day for the NBA and, um, you know, a light, easy, quick podcast today for me. So, I'm excited for the NBA, but I'm also excited that uh, CSGO is back, man. The the main, you know, tier one teams are back. So, you know, we'll have some stuff on that over at Roto-Grinders. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Always feel free to hit me up in the RG CSGO Discord channel as well if you have any questions uh, for that. But uh, I think today, if you're listening to the podcast before um, the CSGO slate locks, I think it's... Um, a pretty straightforward CSGO slate. Um, anyway, so really like uh, G2 and Astralis to kind of just handle business. Furia playing with a backup. EG, um, you know, we really haven't seen them in a while. So I think Astralis and G2 roll tier one CSGO. Uh, but yeah, anyway, basketball. Two games slate. We are presented by Monkey Night Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, Head on over there right now, rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. You get a 100% deposit bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. So fastest growing single player DFS site out there. If you guys haven't checked it out, um, it's just a ton of fun. You know, they have some stuff up for NBA. They always have some stuff up for um, NFL as well. So um, like I said, check it out if you haven't checked it out. So maybe we'll look at you know some some stuff for this slate and um you know see if there's an over more or less that we can kind of look at over there on monkey knife fight for this one so uh let's get into it like i said two games slate um this is this is a pretty i'd say pretty straightforward slate in my opinion but you know obviously two game slates um anything can happen uh, we start with OKC at Denver, 221 total. Denver favored by nine and a half in this one. Um, Ariza, Horford out. Michael Porter Jr. Um, out for Denver still. So obviously when we're looking at OKC in this game, um, no Hal, Hal Horford. Um, you know, when we haven't had Horford, Isaiah Roby um, has played enough minutes. Um, I think he is... You know, the top value play on this slate, two-game slate, um, where there's not a ton of value. So I think he is, you know, the guy that is, like I said, I, I wouldn't say he's a lock um, by any means, but I do think that he is the the best value play on the slate. Um, you know, it's a tougher matchup against Jokic, but I think, like, overall – you know, he's the guy that's going to benefit the most um, from Al Horford being out. Um, you know, Baisley, ton of minutes um, against Chicago. I say a ton of minutes, 20 minutes against Chicago. Really didn't do much with it. Um, his price is kind of still up there. But honestly, like, you know, when you're looking at this spot, I think SGA is obviously a top play here. You know, SGA against this uh, Denver defense, Denver allowing them fourth most fantasy points um, to opposing point guards. Uh, Denver in general ranks 26 in defensive efficiency. Both these games, 
pretty slow paced games. Um, so if this game is able to stay close, I think it's SGA having a big game. Um, outside of him, like it's so hard to pinpoint, you know, where the other production is going to come from. Dort had a big game against um, Chicago last time out. Like he's obviously someone that's in play. Diallo's minutes are kind of gone. George Hill plays that like 28 minute role usually. Um, at 4,300, George Hill is not the worst value play on the slate. So don't hate him. But, you know, really, realistically, here with Horford out, I think we're looking at Roby. I think we're looking at SGA. And, you know, that's kind of where we're getting the most of. Um, you know, Roby only played 26 minutes against Chicago. He fouled out. So Mascala played a little bit in that game. Um, but I, I really do think like Isaiah Roby is the guy, Robbie, whatever. Um, on the Denver side of things, like obviously, you know, this OKC team has continued to struggle defensively. Um, you know, they're not a great defensive team, 18th in defensive efficiency. They struggle against big guys. I think like on the slate, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything that I can to kind of fit in SGA and Jokic um, together. It, it's not extremely easy to do you're gonna have to play a, a couple 4k guys um I, I think a lot will also depend on if like lonzo plays or not because you know like bledsoe is 6k alexander walker at like 5400 like those guys are guys that make a ton of sense um on this slate in general general so um love Jokic here uh, I think this is a great spot for him. Outside of Jokic, um, Jamal Murray, he's had a couple of good games in a row. I will say one thing about like SGA. He actually plays um, really, really solid defense. Like this is a team that, you know, I think like six best against point guards as far as like fantasy points allowed. So I don't love Jamal Murray in this spot. Um you know, Will Barton with Gary Harris back, he's not going to have that like ceiling where, you know, he's going to put up, you know, 15, 20 shots in the game. Gary Harris came back, uh, played 25 minutes. He's 4,400. He's not the worst, um, you know, 4K guy. Like I said, I'm going to be doing everything that I can to get SGA and Jokic in there. So I'm definitely looking at playing some of these 4K guys. Um, so like Gary Harris on the list, um, George Hill on the list. I think like if in tournaments, if you want to roll the dice with a guy like PJ Dozier, um, I don't hate it. He's 3,900. He's gone over 20 fantasy points in three of his last four games. Um, so with Porter Jr. still out, I do think that he is interesting. Um, I think like Dozier has proved himself enough Um that like even with Harris back, he could still potentially get some minutes. So uh, that's where I'm just kind of thinking like, you know, he makes a little sense in this spot. So um, nothing else really from this one. Uh, again, like I said, this is going to be kind of a quicker podcast. There's just not a lot to cover here overall. New Orleans at Utah, 218 total. Utah favored by six. Lonzo questionable, Ingles questionable. Um, New Orleans 18th in offensive efficiency, 26th in pace, 19th in defensive efficiency. Utah 10th in offensive efficiency, 24th in pace, and 6th in defensive efficiency. So 
tough spot here for New Orleans, more of why I'm leaning towards like SGA Jokic instead of like Ingram Mitchell um, Zion. Like the New Orleans Utah stack is is definitely the cheaper, more balanced build on this slate. Um, so I will mention that. Um, as far as like New Orleans goes here, you know, like I said, a lot depends on Lonzo. If Lonzo's out, I really like Bledsoe. I really like um, Alexander Walker. I think both those guys are phenomenal plays if we get news that like Lonzo's not going to play in this one. So um, outside of those guys, I do think like JJ Redick is another one of those guys at like 4K. Um, he's gone over 19 fantasy points in four straight games. I, he's another guy that I kind of want Lonzo to be out, uh, but he's starting to shoot the ball a little bit better here uh, recently. So at 4K, if he's going to get 20 to 25 minutes, um, 20 is not going to kill you at, at this price um, on the slate. So I do think, you know, JJ Redick is worth a look um, just in general in this one. So uh, outside of that, like, yeah, you could play Ingram, you could play Zion. I think really realistically you're going to come down to more of like, am I playing SGA and Jokic? Am I going balance with guys like Zion and um, Mitchell and stuff like that? So right now for me, first look, I am definitely leaning more towards getting SGA and Jokic and playing some of these value guys. Um, I do think like Steven Adams is going to have to play a really solid amount of minutes in this game because of the matchup. So like, I do think he's another guy that like you could potentially look at in this spot. Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to play like 6,100, uh, for a center. So, um, definitely think that he's someone interesting here. Um, the other side of the Utah side of things like New Orleans, has been kind of a middle of the road defense um, all year. And like I said, these, both these teams played a really, really slow pace. So both going to run their offenses and stuff. Um, as far as Utah goes, I want to see if Ingles plays or not. Uh, as crazy as it sounds like with Ingles out, Jordan Clarkson has played 28, 28 and 30 minutes in the last three games. And like, I love Jordan Clarkson in general, just because he's a guy that's going to chuck. Um, and so if Ingles is out, I think Jordan Clarkson is super interesting in this spot. Um, you know, for that Bogdanovich at, at 5,300, he's another guy that can kind of put up 30 in a good game. So if you're playing a bunch of teams, I think he's certainly someone that you're potentially looking at here. Um, outside of that, like, you know, Royce O'Neal, he's playing minutes. He's not really doing much with it. Um, just wanted to kind of note that, like, he's a minutes guy. But Donovan Mitchell, don't hate Donovan Mitchell in the spots. Um, you know, I would much rather pay the extra $500 for high usage uh, from SGA. And then, like, Rudy Gobert, it's a, you know, like I said, Steven Adams. It's a tough matchup for Steven Adams, but he's going to have to play the minutes in this game. So um, I prefer Adams over Gobert just because I get to save the 1600 bucks, And like I said, I want to go Jokic and SGA. So I need to have the savings a little bit here. So um, it's really it for Utah in general. I don't 
love playing this team and like I think like the the biggest weakness for New Orleans this season I would probably say like the point guard position as far as like defense goes so like you know that's why you're potentially taking a shot on like Conley or or um Mitchell Conley, you know, he's been super solid over the last five games. The last five games have been really good for him. Um, at 6,800, he could potentially fly under the radar. And like, like I said, in those like builds where you're more balanced, um, than like going you know, tournament heavy or something like that. So don't mind, um, you know, taking a shot uh, on a guy like Mike Conley. So, um that's it like i said man i I just i don't have a ton to talk about today um like i said csgo it's back nascar is right around the corner we have some announcements coming up for that over the next couple weeks um week week and a half like we're right like we're getting really really close um like three weeks away from the season so really excited um for the season in general for nascar um yeah let's play the let's play the morning grind game for nba and then um we'll kind of get out of here um yeah so favorite play under 5k to 7x um give me isaiah roby robbie um i think he's super solid at that price point i think he has um probably the most upside in that price range so um give me him my over 8k to go under 5x is there even anybody up here? Um, I think Ingram is probably the least guy that I'm going to play um, in this range, so probably him. Um, favorite 6x play on this slate? Probably SGA. Uh, I just I love the spot for SGA in general. Denver's really struggled with high-usage point guards all season, so SGA is the usage monster coming off of a big game. Um, you know, he's obviously a guy that can have some big games, so and he has been way, way better on the road um, this season, too. So love SGA in the spot. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Um, I think I'm going to get weird with, like, PJ Dozier. Um, I, I think he's super interesting on this slate. Uh, again, like, if Ingles out, I really like Clarkson as well. Um, you know, definitely a way to get different on the slate in my opinion. So uh, I think like PJ Dozier can easily bust in the spot, like easily bust in the spot, but man, like I just, I like taking shots, like rolling the dice. And I think he's a guy that you can definitely roll the dice and take a shot on here. So, um, game selection, you know, like I honestly, I haven't looked at, FanDuel or DraftKings a lot for this two-game slate as far as like game selection goes. So I'm gonna kind of do this on the fly. Think I was expensive or high on yesterday's podcast. So let me um let me look for something lower dollar to kind of talk about here really quick. Um I mean this might be an interesting day to take some shots on on tears contests uh for what it's worth. So uh, $5, 25K zone, 5K to first place tiers contest over there on DraftKings. Um, 
I do think this is a an interesting slate to go tiers. Um, this is kind of a top heavy tournament, and you know I usually like to find you know more balance, but I do think this one's interesting. Someone's going to turn potentially five bucks into five k, so massive ROI potential here. And like, you know, just kind of looking at the tiers, I, I think like there's some there's some clear options, and then there's some ones that are like super close. Um, so. You know, obviously, I think that is huge. I think, you know, looking at these, um, looking at these in general, we have some news that can affect um, this as well. So, you know, looking at like tier four and five, like Alexander Walker would obviously be affected. Um, Jordan Clarkson would obviously be affected. Eric Bledsoe. Uh, tier five, you know, as much as we hate like taking George Hill, he's he's super interesting. Um, you know, just because he's gonna get probably the most minutes um, outside of maybe like Josh Hart or Gary Harris. So uh, the tiers contests are, like I said, they're they're super interesting. A lot of ways to kind of be different um, in the tiers contest today on this slate. So. I like it, man. You could definitely. This it's fun. Like tears. I'm just kind of messing around with tears as I'm looking at it, and I think that tears are gonna be fun to them. I'm gonna probably play more tears contests than I originally had thought. So, um, favorite over under against the spread. You know what? Give me, give me OKC plus nine and a half. Um, I'm going to take the points of OKC. I think this game stays close or just is an absolute blowout. Um, so I'm going to take the shot that it stays close and um, fun slate, man. Fun slate for a two gamer. Um, that's going to wrap it up. I, oh, I said I'd look at Monkey Knife Fight. Let's do that really quick. Um, SGA and Jokic 25 seems really really close uh so sga over 22 and a half points uh, Jokic over 25 and a half i think i think you take the under on Jokic because it's like actual points scored not fantasy so i think you take the under on Jokic on that and you take the over on sga um I'm gonna do that. Less, less than 25.5 for Jokic and more um, for SGA. Let's throw that in there. Um, hopefully, like they they change, they change it um, a bunch. So hopefully, they don't change it um, too fast, and we can all kind of you know see how this one plays out. But yeah, um, I threw that in there. And that's it. That's all I got for today. Um, be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Um, good luck in your contests, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow.